Good morning. It's Wednesday, June 5th, 2019, and you are listening to the 24-7 Sports Morning Blitz, a daily podcast catching you up on and breaking down the day's college football news, all within 15 minutes or fewer. My name is Connor Tapp, and I'm joined on the other line this and every weekday by 24-7 Sports College Sports Editor, Trey Scott. Trey, off the top of your head, how many days until the start of the college football season? Hmm, 80? Uh, it's 80. I Googled it days ago, but now I'm just, it's, I'm a robot now, Connor. The 80th day is going to be good for the morning blitz. I, I feel a pretty newsy episode coming. Trey, I don't know if you can tell from uh, the tone of my voice, a little extra stress in it, perhaps. I'm on single dad duty this entire week. Yeah, but uh, I'm, I'm happy to report that I got uh, Hugo into bed, my son Hugo into bed with uh, no drama. Uh, even maybe even a little bit early. So very proud of myself for that. Uh, so no drama on my end, but I can tell you who does love drama, and it's the USC Trojans. Last week, Brew McCoy concluded one of the most unusual recruiting sagas in college football history by entering the transfer portal for the second time in five months with an expected but still not yet 100% confirmed destination of USC. And today we got word that Chris Steele, another SoCal blue chipper from the class of 2019, might be joining him. Very quickly, some backstory here. Chris Steele was the fifth-ranked cornerback and number 42 overall prospect in the class of 2019. Originally signed with Florida, but transferred to Oregon when his request to switch rooms after his roommate was accused of sexual sexual battery was not accommodated in a timely manner so he enters the transfer portal on may 9th commits to oregon on may 14th and on june 4th gerard martinez of uscfootball.com reports what trey well it looks like the trojans are gonna land chris Steele. and connor i don't want to pick on the kid but you said usc loves drama chris Steele has had drama follow almost his entire college recruiting uh situation i mean this is a guy who is committed silently or publicly to a trove of schools during the recruiting process. He goes to Florida. I don't fault him at all for the way he left Gainesville. Uh, though <laughs> I'm a little bit like when I, when someone told me that, Hey, did you check out what Gerard and Biggins, Greg Biggins are reporting about Chris Steele? I'm like, stop with like the trolling. Obviously he's going to Oregon, right? But no, it looks like the Trojans are going to get Chris Steele. And I mean, the, 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 this is madness. Like, this is move over Brew McCoy. Chris Steele's going to be on school number three in two months. For what it is worth, uh, Barstool SC tweeted uh, a photo, just a couple kids from Southern California, and it's uh, Brew McCoy and Chris Steele lined up against each other in high school. And apparently Brew McCoy has retweeted this. So, uh, oh. so no, I mean, I, it sounds like it's absolutely going to happen. Oregon's probably reeling a little bit. I, I – I think he was only just committed to Oregon. I'm sure. I, th- I think there's some confusion as to whether he was enrolled. There are a few things here. All right. So let's let's go first with Chris Steele. Will he get to play this fall? I'm thinking yes, Connor. And we won't know for sure for a, a little bit. However quickly the NCAA wants to move. But when he left Florida, under those circumstances, it seemed like he had a shoe in to get an immediately eligible waiver at Oregon. I don't think the NCAA is going to hold it against him that he changed his mind two weeks later. So, yes, I think he will play this fall, unlike Brew McCoy. Second, we have always talked about USC this offseason as one of the one of the schools in a dire situation. They had a, a poor signing day relative to their standards. Clay Helton's a lame duck coach. Obviously, they lost Cliff, lost Cliff Kingsbury to the uh, Arizona Cardinals of the NFL head coaching ranks. But if you class calculate this on 24-7 sports – 
If you give USC's 2019 class, Brew McCoy and Chris Steele, they'd end up having the number 14 class compared to number 20. So that's a nice perceptive perception boost. If anyone wants to, to talk about that, it's also a big get for their prospects on the football field this fall. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, there's no downplaying how bad USC was and how bad their record was in 2018. But if you kind of selectively, like if you don't look at the, the journey of USC's offseason here and you only look at the destination, I, I, it doesn't seem nearly as dire as it did a couple of months ago. So maybe you can – go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I want to say – like, uh, and I'm sorry to interrupt you. It Doesn't this show how – though, like – how badly players of, uh, in Southern California want to be at USC. Like, that job recruits itself. So there's really no excuse for going, you know, whatever, for missing a bowl game as USC did last year. There's there's no excuse maybe if Clay Helton only wins seven or eight games this fall. USC went five and seven last year. Sure, and I, I don't I, think there, – there's no excusing that, absolutely. And that's that's a great point about just the gravitational pull of USC even when they're all- – when they're awful that they can still get kids to come to come there under these circumstances. But I, so I I don't think it papers over any of the stuff that was bad. I think it maybe gives you a path to saying to, to having some optimism about the future. Uh, Now, maybe based on the, what we've seen in the past, you don't think these new exciting players will be deployed in effective way. And that's a fine argument. And I would have, I couldn't really debunk it, but I think you know, if you're if you're a silver lining person on Helton and you want to give him a chance, I think this gives you maybe some ammunition, some some reason to hope. Uh, and if not, then there's really no excuse. Uh, I don't think if if the results are bad this year. But um, uh, Trey, we did get a new number one in the twenty four seven Sports composite today. Columbia, South Carolina, doing it big. Jordan Birch, defensive end, out of the famously hot city. Uh, moving up to number one in the 24-7 sports composite, which we should make clear is different from the top 247. Um, it is the aggregation of uh, of our rankings, rivals, and uh, ESPN. Um, so uh, Brian Brissy is still number one in the top 247. Uh, I don't, any, anything to add on this one, Trey? Yeah, the- Birch was already number two in the top two, four, seven. So it looks like maybe we were on to something. You can already tell this class of 2020 is going to be a lot of fun. We've already had three guys be at number one at one point. Brian Brzee, he's going to Clemson. Zachary Evans, a running back. We talked about him on last week's, one of last week's podcasts. It's Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State. We'll see. And then Jordan Birch right now occupies the number one spot. The crystal ball reads Clemson, but a lot of South Carolina optimism right now yeah, Charles so Power put in a crystal ball for the Gamecocks huh Charles Power just put in a crystal ball for the Gamecocks yeah so that's that obviously would be a big get for South Carolina to stave off Clemson as far as you know this is a kid obviously growing up in the shadows of Williams Bryce yeah. I do think maybe though a guy who will finish number one could be quarterback DJ Uangalele Uangalele uh, the recruiting rankings love quarterbacks but either way we could have Jadavian Clowney 2.0 Regardless, it looks like, you know, Brian Brzee is going to have to fight a little bit harder for that number one spot. It should be really, really compelling stuff. Trey, I want to bore you and the audience for a second with a history lesson. Um, uh, Birch goes to Hammond High School, uh, school in 
Columbia, South Carolina, coached by Eric Kimry, who was South Carolina's backup quarterback during the Lou Holtz era. And he, Kimry was involved in like one of the most famous, famous plays in South Carolina football history. Um, and then when I, when I tell you the stakes of the game, it'll be funny later. But uh, basically, he comes on, starting quarterback gets hurt. He comes on, it's fourth and 10, down 19 to 13 against Mississippi State. And uh, he throws a fade route for a touchdown and, and the win. Um, and hadn't, had not played any significant snaps prior to that and just came on, made that throw, and was a legend. Um, and now the part where it gets funny is, like, when I look back on the stakes of this game, it was just so South Carolina could start 4-0. and Like, that was it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was it. And it, w- it seemed like the hugest deal at the time. I still remember the cover of the local newspaper saying 4-OH! exclamation point. It was just, like, this unimaginable occurrence. It was coming off of uh, 0-11, to be fair. But um, anyway. Uh, well, it'd probably be bigger for Gamecock fans if he could help deliver the current number one player in the country. It would be. It would be, absolutely. Um, all right, Trey, it's time to go through rapid fire through some of the other stories throughout the college football world today. Yesterday on the 24-7 Sports Morning Blitz, we led off talking about Kevin Warren, uh, expected to be introduced as the big, next Big Ten commissioner. That did, in fact, happen as expected uh, today. on uh, on Well, yesterday, when you're listening to this, on June the fourth. Uh, one new item coming out of that press conference: uh, Delaney's timetable for stepping down accelerated. Uh, he will step down on January first, twenty twenty, and Warren will begin his transition starting September sixteenth of this year. Yeah, much, much. Uh, we thought it was going to be next summer, so that is good. Good little nugget. Stay in the Big Ten. Nebraska uh, sophomore to be running back Maurice Washington cannot stay out of trouble. He was cited Tuesday by university police for possession of drug paraphernalia. They noticed that his dorm room smelled like marijuana. Washington had a great freshman season, 455 yards rushing, 221 yards receiving. He has bigger issues right now, though. He is still facing charges in California from revenge porn charges. He did not participate in Nebraska's spring game. We're going to have to see if he plays this fall. Uh, He's got a lot of things to figure out. Former four-star quarterback Colson Yankoff announced that he is transferring from Washington to UCLA. Big, big pickup for Chip Kelly and company. Well, Washington had those two quarterbacks, Jacob Sermon and Colson Yankoff, enter the portal a few days after spring practice ended. I, I believe they, they held on to Sermon, lose Yankoff. That's what happens now, though, when you take two QBs in one class. You're going to lose one of them. Obviously, the portal makes things interesting because you can go to a school within the conference. Busy day in Morgantown. West Virginia. So the, the Mountaineers added a five-star graduate transfer, George Campbell from Penn State, who was at one time projected to go to Penn State. Now, when you say five-star, you think big things are coming, right? Not really. He hasn't been much of a contributor throughout his college career. We'll see if he can turn things around under Neil Brown. Uh, more important, though, for the Mountaineers, all Big 12 safety Kenny Robinson entered the Big 12 or the NCAA transfer portal. He's gone. He was one of the best defensive players in the conference last year. So now West Virginia has 13 players who have entered, entered the portal. Uh, there's apparently a little bit more of a, a more to the story of Kenny Robinson. I'm not sure this was all all up to him. I think he ha- might have had some issues uh, with the school. We'll see if anything else comes out on that. Any more info. So it's not just like, the, oh, everyone hates a new coach. Neil Brown's not doing a good job. But 13 is a big number. At least they added a, uh, a former five-star receiver today. 
All right, Trey, that is going to do it for today's episode of the 24-7 Sports Morning Blitz. If you enjoyed what you heard, make sure to leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and tell a friend to check us out. For Trey Scott, I'm Connor Tapp, and we'll see you bright and early on Thursday morning for the next edition of the 24-7 Sports Morning Blitz.